0: The healing power of community really happens when you mix together people with a shared experience but who are all in different stages of that experience. So for example, in the stream, we have groups depending on where your child is in their journey. And the beautiful thing is there will be moms who are a few months or even years ahead of you so they can provide perspective and insights from their experience. And then there will also be moms who are a few days or weeks or months behind you who are looking for insights and experience from somebody like you who has been there just before them. Welcome to Hope Stream, the podcast for parents of kids who are misusing drugs or alcohol or who are in active addiction, in treatment. Or those early stages of recovery. I'm your host, Brenda Zane, fellow parent to a child who struggled and who nearly lost his battle to multiple fentanyl overdoses, so I am right there with you. Today's episode is a quick solo one, so grab your dog or a cup of coffee and let's talk. Hey friends, welcome. I don't know about you, but it just hit me that we are less than 80 days away from 2022. For me, the past month is a bit of a blur because as some of you may know, I had a breakthrough case of COVID and I honestly didn't feel horribly sick at first, but over a month later, I'm still not 100%. And for someone who's used to running at 120% every day, To slow down to like 80% is really, really challenging. But I am getting better. And this is really teaching me a lot about self-compassion because it's easy to start beating yourself up when you can't do all the things. And the timing is actually good because in the stream, our book club is reading Kristen Neff's new book called Fierce Self-Compassion. So I don't know, maybe it was karma But if you're like me and you're used to operating at a very high level, and then you find yourself not operating at that level, whether that's because you got sick or your kiddo is causing so many issues that you're not able to focus on and you're not able to function, please, please give yourself a break. And if you want to go a bit deeper into what self-compassion is and what it isn't, take a listen to episode 77. It's called Self Compassion, Laziness, or Self Sabotage, being the right kind of good to yourself when your child struggles with drugs or alcohol. So, episode 77, or you can just Google Hope Stream Self Compassion episode, and that'll get you there too. So, today's episode is going to be what I think I may have to call a casserole episode because I have a bunch of stuff to tell you and talk about. And it's all going to get plopped into this episode, and I'm hoping it's going to turn out well. I don't know, but that's the only thing I could think of to call it. And before I jump into the casserole, I just want to say what an honor it is to be with you each week while you're working or working out or driving around, you're multitasking. And the fact that you're taking me along with you is so huge, and I just want to acknowledge that. Your life, more than most people, is filled with ups and downs that are really significant. So what I hope this time is for you is a few minutes to exhale. Remember you're not out there alone. Remember that so many other parents are going through similar situations and that you are an incredible parent. I hope you will find comfort here and also get a little fired up with some of the information that you hear. And ultimately, if you gain some confidence and feel more empowered in the day-to-day stuff that you deal with, that's a win. And if I can contribute to that in some way, it's a huge win for me. So thank you for letting me and my guests chatter in your ear. It really is such an honor. So first of all, here's where the casserole starts. I went to a conference this past week, and it was a conference specifically for female podcasters. So cool. It was amazing. I mean, who knew there was such a thing? And I learned so much. It gave me tons of new ideas and tips. And so if you are a longtime listener, you may notice some new stuff in the coming weeks and months and I say long-term listener, but HopeStream is just 20 months old. I'm still counting kind of like you do when you have a baby. I think around two years is when you start referring to them in years versus months, but it's only been 20 months that I have been podcasting and it's been such a gift in my life. And I'm wondering because I know many of you and I know your stories and your family stories. I'm just wondering, do you have a podcast in you or a book in you? My guess is many of you do, and you might be thinking about it, turning it over in your mind and then getting overwhelmed, thinking about what it would take to bring that to life. But I want to encourage you to not give up on your dream or your story or how you tell your story. There are so many people who would benefit from hearing it. And even if now isn't the time, you can do something each week or each month to keep that pilot light on. Just know that there will be a time and a place and a way for you to share your story. If somebody told me back in 2015 or 2016, that I'd be releasing episode number 84 of a podcast today, I would have laughed you out of the room because life was so chaotic. But I knew deep inside that someday I wanted to do something with all of the pain and all of the crazy that I was going through. I knew that I needed to make it matter. And I knew that I wasn't the only one who is wading through all of that muck. So don't let it go. Know that there will be time. And if you do start a podcast or if you want to start a podcast, let me know. I would love to pass on some amazing resources that I found that might just make it a little easier for you. And I mentioned that I would be making some changes and I don't have everything ironed out, but two things that I can tell you about that I'm really excited for are that I will be creating playlists. So on my website, you'll be able to find episode playlists that should make it easier for you to navigate yourself or to share with a friend all of the episodes that focus on a particular topic. So, for example, I'm planning a playlist for sibling episodes, one for recovery stories, one for craft skills, etc. So, I had no idea you could make a podcast playlist, just like you can make a song playlist. So watch for those. And if you're not getting my weekly email, you can go to brendazane.com forward slash email, shoot me your address. And then that way you will get emails and links to all of these things when they come out. Also, I'm starting a new thing in November, 2021. That is going to be really cool. And those are coaching episodes. So members in the stream can join me for an episode where they'll be sharing a particular challenge that they're having, either with something that they want to shift or change in themselves, or it may be something that they're having trouble with related to their son or daughter and their substance use. So each month you are going to get to eavesdrop on a coaching session, which I think should be really helpful because a lot of you are dealing with the same things and so when you can hear somebody share what it is that they're going through and struggling with and how they can get coached into thinking about ways to change that situation, I think it's going to be really helpful. Then next in our little casserole episode is an update on a few things relating to our amazing community, The Stream. For those of you who aren't members, this is a, I like to call it a modern safe space. And what that just means is a lot of times in the world of substance use and addiction and treatment, things look like they're from the 1970s. I don't know why that is, but we really focus on keeping very current, very relevant information. And also just from a look and style perspective, We are a very modern, safe space, and we're not connected to Facebook or any other social media at all. It's on its own little island out there in the internet world, so it's very private, very confidential, and this is where moms can meet each other, get support, offer support, learn new skills, and basically just kind of do what you're doing here, exhale, but do it with other amazing women. I've been talking a lot lately about the healing power of community and what that means to moms when their son or daughter is experimenting with substances or if they're in active addiction. And also this is really important for those whose kids are in treatment right now or in those early stages of recovery. The healing power of community really happens when you mix together people with a shared experience but who are all in different stages of that experience. So for example, in the stream, we have groups depending on where your child is in their journey. And the beautiful thing is there will be moms who are a few months or even years ahead of you. So they can provide perspective and insights from their experience. And then there will also be moms who are a few days or weeks or months behind you who are looking for insights and experience from somebody like you who has been there just before them. It's like this organic source of information and wisdom all centered around an experience that you may be really struggling with. We recently had a retreat in San Diego where for the first time in over a year and a half, we all got to get on airplanes and meet each other in real life, which was such a profound experience. And I'm telling you this because if you're feeling isolated or if you're feeling ashamed of what's happening with your son or daughter, getting plugged into a community like this is just invaluable for your mental and emotional health. And I want to read you a text that I got from one of the women who came to the retreat because I think she nailed it on the head. When I think about the concept of the healing power of community, her text said, The 2021 Restoration Mom Retreat in San Diego ranks high as one of my most magical experiences. The food, activities, and group work facilitated by Brenda were all nurturing and impactful. This retreat by far exceeded my expectations. As a result of this experience, I truly feel I've made some lifelong friendships with other relatable moms. The group of women holds such a special place in my heart and I feel so blessed to have shared this long September weekend with them all. Thank you for creating this magical time and place. Again, I share this because I know how hopeless and helpless you can feel sometimes when you're going through this. And I want you to know that there is a way to break through that. You can find ways to stay connected and build a genuine community even when your kiddo is in a bad place, or if they're in a good place, you are the mama we want to help nurture and encourage others. It comes down to the fact that we need each other. And so I really encourage you come hang out with us for a couple of weeks. It's totally free. Then if we're your kind of people and it's feeling good to you, you just stay and you pay whatever you can. If it's not helpful, that's fine too. No hard feelings, but at least you did something to wrap some support around you and find what works for you. And what happens in this community? Well, I'm so glad you asked. I just sent out a two-page calendar of all the events happening between now and the end of November. So if you want to be, you can stay very busy with us, which is sometimes a good strategy is to stay very busy and involved. But here are a couple of great events that we're having very soon. So I'm just going to mention these. One is called the Ninja Communication Skills Workshop. And if you are tired of having your conversations end up either in a shouting match or in total silence. This is going to be the workshop for you. It's going to be in three separate parts. It's all based on craft skills. It's going to be amazing. And then we're also having a boundaries workshop because most parents have a hard time with boundaries. It's hard to know how to set healthy ones. It's hard to know how to hold them when somebody crosses it. So those are two upcoming workshops that are going to be really, really helpful. Then we're also having a private screening for a documentary called The Final Fix. This documentary is not available to watch in the United States, but I had Norman Stone, who is the director. Of the documentary on the podcast. And I told him we need to see this film. And so he arranged for us to be able to do that. So our members are going to be seeing that on Saturday night on October 23rd of 2021. So if you're listening in real time and you want to see that, you are welcome to join us for that. And uh, we are going to be doing that together as a watch party. If you haven't listened to that episode, by the way, it's number 83. It is uh, about the final fix, and it's also about a technology called NET. This is a must, must listen show. Um, It's about this treatment for addiction that was discovered in the 1970s. It is just now, finally, starting FDA trials for approval. I can't even explain how groundbreaking this is without spending another 20 minutes on it, so... I won't do that. I will let you pop back to episode 83. It's just one episode back from here and listen to that. And then if you would like to join us to watch um, the final fix, just uh, join the community, the stream, and then you can watch that with us. Okay. Finally, I have to ask, have you started watching Dope Sick on Hulu? It is the entire story of the opioid crisis starting back in the mid-1990s, with the Sackler family who owns Purdue Pharma. Holy cow. I've literally read every book about this, about the opioid crisis, about the Sackler family, about Purdue Pharma. And what I am loving about Dopesic in particular, which is based on the book um, by Beth Macy, is that it brings everything to life. So even though we hear about the Sackler family, in my mind, they were always just kind of this nebulous corporate entity. I never really thought of them as human beings, and what you get from watching this series is that they are just normal people. I mean, they're really super wealthy normal people, but they are just human beings, just like you and me, who made these decisions about OxyContin, and you also start to see all of the other people and organizations and entities who participated in the marketing and distribution of OxyContin. So I would highly, highly recommend watching it if you can, and if you're interested in understanding the crisis and where it began, I think it's really important for parents to watch because if your child is struggling, even if they weren't hooked on it the way that people were back in the early 2000s, even back to the mid-1990s, it just shows how these chemicals affect the brain, and it might be a way for you to empathize a little bit more with people who are addicted to them. And then the last thing I am going to throw into this casserole episode is an upcoming HopeStream episode that I'm going to be doing with Ryan Hampton. He just released a book called Unsettled, which is also about the Sackler family, the opioid crisis, and the bankruptcy trial that is supposed to help fund solutions for all of the millions of people who are still today being impacted by the family's business decisions decades ago. So Ryan will be sitting down with me and talking about the book, about his own lived experience with addiction to Oxycontin, which led to, you know, where that goes, heroin and and all of that. He'll talk about his time working at the White House and also the seat that he had at the table during the bankruptcy trial. He was actually there at the trial in the rooms negotiating for families what to do with all of the money. So it is fascinating. I'm almost done with the book, Unsettled. And it's actually a really great title because it is the way that you will feel about the whole thing as you're reading it. It's unbelievable. It's so important. It's such a great book. Okay, there you go. The casserole episode is coming to an end. I so appreciate you being here. I know that this was a little bit of a funky episode, but I felt like we just needed to chat and know that I'm incredibly passionate about bringing you resources to help in any way that I can. I offer you the healing power of community if you want to explore that. And I truly love meeting you here every single week. Please take really good care of yourself. Have some self compassion for wherever you are. And I am sending you lots of love and light. And I will meet you right back here next week.